I wasn't too popular in my Yankee outfit in, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> of course not. No one likes the Yankees. No. Uh, but yeah, that off day yesterday was, you know, the worst off day, especially after that loss. Because now you have a bunch of overreactions. You know, everybody's an expert now of how to fix the team. You know, we just, it, it's, yeah, every game matters. We said this, you know, and every loss is different. You know, th- that loss, that extra inning loss just was like a gut punch. Just the whole, the, the whole atmosphere, the way the game was played, very, you know, very sloppy, except for the pitching. And I'm just glad that we're able, you know, let's just get back into it today. You know, we got, we got Tampa coming up. We want to try to, you know, we have to win two out of three at least because we want to at least, you know, get as much distance from these teams as we can. And so, and it's really, it's all about just winning series, not just winning all the games. You well, Tampa Bay does not look good this year. No. And I know it's, I know it's early, but I'm seeing poor fundamentals from a team that invented fundamentals. Um, so it, it's it's concerning. They have no pitching. We're facing a 41-year-old Rich Hill this year because they had to sign him because they lost three of their starters, including one guy that they traded. Yeah, so it's, it's like basically got glass now and a bunch of arms, um, which sometimes works, but I think this yeah. year they're going to be outmanaged a little bit and outmatched by the rest of the league, especially in a division that is very top heavy. The Yankees, the Blue Jays, and even Baltimore for me is decent enough to beat Tampa Bay. I mean, we've seen Baltimore beat the Red Sox. They got shellacked last night, but I still think that they're better than the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are going to have a rough time this year. Yeah, you know, when we were making the you know in the off season when we were throwing our prediction of what the um, the division was going to look like, we thought it was going to be another year or two before Baltimore started to click. Maybe they're clicking a little earlier than we anticipated. You well, know. sometimes that happens in baseball. You hit these yeah. hot streaks and you just go with it. You know, it's it's going to be a long season. So we're going to see games where they're dreadful and it looks like they should, how, you know, we predict they would yeah. look. But again, I don't think they're going to lose 100 games. They might lose 90 games, but I, I just, I think 100 is too high for a team that has a lot of talent on it. I think we're going to see big years from guys like Mountcastle, Santander. Mountcastle, um, let me tell you, Mountcastle is a player. He's an interesting he player, dude. Yeah. And if we, if we see um, that catcher whose last name has every letter in the alphabet, if we ever see him, uh, he, he looks scary too. Now, what it do might we have been teams getting in a hot streak because uh, look at the Marlins last year. Over a sixty-game period, any team can go on a uh, on a reasonable hot streak, and uh, any, yeah, any, any team can have a good month. The playoffs last yeah. year, but this year they were starting one and six. Um, yeah. Although they got hosed last night by the Mets, we can get into that later. But um, Baltimore. I mean, over a 60-game period, Baltimore could win over 162. I think uh, – I don't think they're, they're going to have enough to, to make any kind of noise in the league. But, you know, in, in a short sample, like like we had in the three-game series, they can't they can catch us out, which they did because they have is, a couple of decent arms. Is this why baseball stands out as a better sport as far as development? Because you do have where – you, you don't see a lot of these players like you do with college sports, with basketball and football. You, you don't see, you know, it's not like they, average, they, they air 
uh, minor league games on TV. Do do we underestimate the development of some of these other teams? So when they come up and they're able to perform, it's almost like shot. It, it puts us into state of Well, shot. of course the development is better in baseball. It lasts over a couple of years to develop a player. You think you could develop someone in five minutes or five hours. Yeah. You're teaching them new skills. So, you know, I other leagues just don't need it. If you're nasty at basketball, you're nasty at basketball. You're going to make it and they know you're going to make it. If you're a second-round pick, they need to develop you. But in baseball, they literally have 70 rounds. That shows how many more people are playing baseball. It shows how many more leagues there are. It, it's just it's, – it's a bigger, bigger sport. Um, you know, football doesn't need it either because you have the practice squad. And if you make the practice squad, you don't do anything. You just practice. Like, there's I guess so many levels of single league. A, double A, triple A. Independent yeah. leagues, international and leagues. Yeah, and, and one, point, one, more, one more thought on this, and I want to get into some more, more uh, Yankee-specific stuff, is these players that are coming up now, we're using Baltimore as an example since we just saw them, they've already been playing together for five years now. They have that camaraderie. They have that bond. That is huge when it comes to professional sports. Of course, and that's why Higashioka has been so decent for us because he's known these guys for 10-plus years. Yeah. He's been the minor league catcher. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, Same with Kratz. I mean, Kratz came into our organization yeah. a bunch of times, but he's an older guy. That's what he did. He was in the minors for most of the time and would come up and get spot starts as catcher. I really, I, By the way, we've brought it up many times, but he needs to be a manager or a coach sometime. Yeah. He's He's – such a fantastic baseball mind, and he knows how to deal with the players really well. We love Kratz. Yeah, love I mean, it. I, I'd like to see Kratz come in for Boom. He did a hell of a job last Actually, year. Actually, I'd take anybody off his age. Considering his age, he did a terrific job last year. He handled the pitching yeah. stuff. I put, a, I put a poll out, uh, a Twitter poll out on uh, Yankee Chronicles, and about um, Stanton and playing right field. And a lot of people don't look at him anymore as an outfielder. And we have argued against that point multiple times. Yeah, no one listens to me. I give up. He can play right field, but I think the Yankees are, are really worried about um, him getting hurt in the outfield. Just look at Aaron Judge. Yeah. Um, so no. they're, they're protecting him. They're wrapping him in cotton wool and making him like a $30 million a year DH. So that's what he is. Um, but he's capable of playing outfield. And limited sample yeah. size, you'd be fine. So uh, the, I, for, the way I phrased the question, I said, I asked if you still believe Stanton can play the outfield. And 38% said no, 62 said uh, 38 said yes, 62 said no. And okay. I'm actually I, I really I think he still can be a reasonable outfielder. We've talked about this numerous times. Especially now that we don't know the situation with Judge, why not give him? You know, you still have him as an outfielder. It's like it's almost like they they the fans refuse to acknowledge the fact that he has a you know he can that he can play. He's the I mean, same player as Judge, guys. I'm not like how many times do I got to say it? they're yeah, literally the no. same. The difference between their defense is about this much. You guys, yeah. in, 
But nope, everyone loves Judge Moore, so you can't say anything negative about Judge or you're a dumb piece of shit that doesn't know baseball. It's so frustrating because I'm sorry, I'm right. If we could get Whit Merrifield and Hunter Dolger for Judge, you do that in a fucking heartbeat, and you're an idiot if you think otherwise. The only reason you don't want to do it is because you love Judge so much. But guess what? You know who we replace Judge with? Stanton, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, you see, with uh, with Voice injury, I mean, Stanton's not going to play the outfield anyway. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to have Jay Bruce to outfield? Who's going to play first base? Nobody. So no, Stanton has to right be the now, DH at the moment. Stanton has to play DH because we've actually got cover with Brett Gardner. Um, he can play left. I mean, the only the only way you can room. move him is if you put Odor as DH and you take fucking Stanton and put him in right. That's like literally the only thing, but I'm not sure they would do that. No, I yeah. think what we would see is we would see um, Gardner uh, take over, le- you know, get moved into left field. You have Hicks in center and then Frazier in right. That works too. That's most likely. Um, but it's interesting that they're having people try out at first base. You notice Sanchez taking reps. Sanchez was taking reps there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this all should have been t- that. That all should have been done. That's the reason that you have a spring training, not to train in the season. You should have already been taking reps there the whole time. If I was to cr- critique, there's a lack of first base. Um, alternatives in the minors and shortstop, major league shortstop ready alternatives because we got rid of Estrada. We have, um, Donald, we have literally no first basements in the minors. No. All of I'm our saying. first basements so, are catchers first. Yeah. So it's we kind of left. Stop, in a, can I just finish the point? Just I, Yeah, sorry. I wasn't meaning this, to cut you off. I'm just annoyed. Yeah, it's, it's kind of left us in a position where if one injury – as as a as a scrambling a little bit and putting Jay Bruce in a position where he has not had many reps at first base, he's not played many games in first base at all over his career, and he's having to play there, and uh, the it's it's a tough. He's I've been kind of learning on the run a little bit at first, and then you know we don't really have any help behind uh, Torres at short. If you want to give him a spell, we we don't have anybody that can do that either. So if I was to critique the off season, I would say that. There hasn't been any <laughs> um, in case shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, and that's uh, that's put us in this position, and now we're scrambling, and we're yeah, we basically money. squeezed every dollar we had into what we have on the field, and yeah. we it's sad because we got players to take less to do this formula, and yet we didn't look into talent to fill those gaps. You know, yeah. we got Dietrich but you're not using him as a first baseman and he's just going to sit down there. So what was the point really? You know, we got someone like Wade on this team who doesn't have a position because our shortstop's not getting hurt. It's like, do we want Torres to get hurt so he can move there and then we can use one of the other guys? No, we don't. That's, that would be stupid. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with Donald. I think we made a mistake in not filling some of those gaps with, you know, better options. Um, I think we're so concerned with getting deaf position players that can play multiple positions that we don't really consider how strong that second position is for them. Because Jay Bruce really is not a first baseman. And I think many of us could argue that Nick Swisher, when he came to first, is a much better first baseman than what we've seen out of Bruce. You know, yeah, I was more Bruce comfortable. Is struggling. 
Bruce can't scoop. He can't scoop the ball. He looks. He can't scoop the ball. He looks a little awkward there. So any kind of bounce, he, he looks like he's taken by surprise a little bit. Yeah. And uh, when Torres short hopped it, it took an awkward bounce. It was kind of going that direction. He just yep. looked stunned. He kind of looked like like if we just jumped at first base. You know what well, I mean? He kind of like whoa. Right. You know. You know what? That a throw like that in the dirt that quick to a first baseman is like playing the hot corner and getting a ricochet off the bat really quick. It's yeah. the same fucking thing. You have to react as quick as it comes to you. And, and he never moves his feet either. Like, uh, yeah. first base, you can move your feet. You can get off the bag and make sure it's, the ball doesn't get Because he's, his reaction time is too slow because he's not yeah, used when to I was that. Playing when you're first in the outfield, you have to move around in case right. the ball gets behind you. And yeah. then, you know, you could at least stop the runners advancing. But he, he's tied to the bag. It's like, fuck. Just right, like he's, he's not mobile enough. And if you no, look no. at the greats like um, Mattingly and Teixeira, they were constantly moving. Their footwork is why they were, you know, gold club winning first baseman. Yeah. It's, he looks like an outfielder. What he is, he looks like an outfielder playing first base. And that's yeah. why I put the blame on Torres because you should never put him in that position. Well, that's why I was saying, that's why I was kind of saying it was kind of like a double error, you know, Torres didn't have the right throw on. I don't think you can really put the blame. I hate putting it on, on, on Bruce at all because, like we have explained, a normal first baseman makes that catch, but yeah. he's not a normal first baseman. So to have expectations that he can make that easily is unfair. Well, well I'm, I'm not saying like it's to... unfair, but we also, you know, you, you have to be able to, you have to be able to move, you have to know to move your feet. The first rule is don't let the ball get past you. That's, That's right. Void is much better at that than, than Bruce is, and it's funny because they basically have the same goddamn body type. Yeah, yeah but Bruce, Bruce is, but Voigt is more familiar. Uh, he's more skilled as a first baseman. Of course, because he's a first baseman. Yeah, exactly. He's played first base since probably kindergarten, <laughs> when he yeah. was also six feet. I also think that the Yankees made a mistake not getting a, a, a veteran shortstop that could at least be there, use alternative, use, you know, fairly, I wouldn't yeah. say regular, but you can use that at times, but he can be there to help teach Torres yeah. the position. The you know, veteran, what a veteran could have done just to help him, give him reps in the mornings, in the afternoons, whatever, just to keep, keep him, because I don't think we have, we don't have anybody behind him. So he's actually learning from DJ LeMahieu. I've, I've read in the I read some newspaper articles yeah, I mean, that were saying that he's been he's been mimicking DJ LeMahieu, but I mean maybe he's a second baseman. He's he's not a shortstop. So yeah, I actually I wanted I wanted Segura really bad. I thought yeah. we could have gotten him. Uh, Scooter Jeanette's an option. We could have gotten Arcia, who just got traded from the Brewers. That was a great um, option. Yeah. He's a really good option. I was actually hoping he would be the option over Odor. Um, but I get I get why they went this other route. I would have gone Arcia, then I would have dropped Wade, and then go get fucking Odor if you want, because Arcia and fucking Odor make more sense than Arcia than uh, Odor and Wade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Odor's Odor's a play shortstop. No, he doesn't. He can't play shortstop. He plays no, second so base, and you can stretch him to DH and outfield, maybe left field, maybe. The thing is, we've got we've got a ton of second basemen. Like Tyler Wade's Fun. a decent second baseman. You know what I mean? No, Cashman loves the power base. hitting second baseman. It's like his fucking obsession. 
it, it's I, I don't understand. Now that I'm looking at it more, I just don't understand it because the weakness in the infield is Torres, not DJ LeMahieu. You don't yep. need a back door. LeMahieu doesn't miss games, so you don't need to get him. Well, I think they, they want his bat. They want Odor's bat. So I think that's what they're trying. Who knows? We'll see how they use him. But no one thought this was like a good trade. We were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's not that, you know, it doesn't – if they were going to make a move to bring in a player like what Evan was saying, you know, like with uh, like Segura or, or Arcia, at least it gives you a, a shortstop option. Bringing in Odor does not solve the issue of shortstop. No. You know, it's, they're still pampering Wade that he's going to be the defense, you know, defensive, you know, backup. I think his attitude in the locker room, though, is another key for bringing him in. This is a guy who has the fire and the passion. Like, no, he's like a fucking little chihuahua. He barks <laughs> all the time at dogs that are bigger than him. <clears throat> Like you've seen the video over and over again of him punching Batista, right? It's one of my favorite videos. He was so fucking quick with that right hook <laughs> that there was no time for Batista to react at all. Clean hit too. He's, Clean he's, hit right fucking here. He's got a better jab than a lot of boxers, man. <laughs> that was clean. That was quick. <laughs> he stepped into it and it boom. <laughs> right. No. Can he play first base? Yeah. Right. Can Odor play first base? No. Uh, no, he probably could. They could probably teach him, but he's really short. You don't want, you know, someone that small playing. I need a guy who's left-handed and can stretch. The more, more I'm thinking about it, the less I get it now. It doesn't make I mean, sense. He literally is, is very limited in what he can do. But I think the – I don't know. I'm pretty sure they want him because he's a little spark plug. And maybe he can light a fire under these soft pansies of the team we have. Is that going to fit, though? Because his personality is not going to fit in the Aaron No, Boone. it's not. Than, let's, let's all play guitar and sing. <laughs> <laughs> let's all sing Kumbaya. Everyone's no, watch. Right. He's going to make Gary Sanchez cry in the first minutes of being on the team. <laughs> oh, older, look at me funny. I'm Gary. <laughs> I don't know, man. Are you expecting to see Judge in the lineup tonight? No. no. They already told us no. Zero chance. Zero chance. Let's touch on this, man. Go ahead. Um, so, is what is going on? Because obviously we've been lied to since spring training. Why has he been playing then? If he was hurt, he's obviously been hurt since spring training. He didn't have he didn't have a cold. That was all a lie. He was hurt in spring training. So why was he playing? Uh, you know, because obviously further exacerbated the injury. Well, I don't know if the way he played the first series, he looked good. It was not running uh, the bases. He looked hurt running the bases. He was jogging and he was kind of uh, he was lumping a little bit. Yeah, he needs to be a DH. He was obviously hurt, though. What I'm saying is, Aaron. Yeah, Boone no, he was. That's my issue. And where is the disconnect, though? That's what I want to ask. So there's obviously a disconnect between the team, the medical staff, and the front office, and the communication to us as the fans and, and the media. Where is the disconnect? You know what I mean? Well, they don't want us to know, so I don't think there's a disconnect with us. They just don't give a shit. Um, no, as far as the other ones that you're talking about, 
there's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> there's been an issue, and and we've talked about this many times on the show because, you know, didn't we we got a whole different team two years ago and still had these same issues. Right. Holy so what do we do now? We don't know what the answer are. We don't even know what the questions are to ask what we need to do. We've got well, a whole new medical. Does staff. any of the blame go? Does any of the blame go on the players? Maybe not being honest because they don't want to. I don't, don't want to sit, I, so no. they 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 undersell with the with the aches on. No, because that's the job of the medical staff and the managers and ownership to look into that and make sure that they're getting it right. Whether these, you know, if they're trusting the players too much and the players are getting themselves injured then they're not managing the team appropriately. Because when, we, when we hear that they go, when we hear that they're running back and forth to the better. fucking trying to say something. Joe Torrey would look at Jeter in the eye and know when he could play and when he couldn't. Right. Boom can't True. do that. Plus, we're in New York. If a player went, you know what? I ain't playing today. You know what the fucking fans would do? They'd go nuts. Right? They're going to be like, oh, he's soft, whatever. Aaron Judge doesn't want to miss any time, but it's yep. the it's the manager's responsibility to take care of him because Aaron Judge doesn't want to miss any time. He loves playing for the guy. He loves playing ball, but he's obviously injury prone. He's obviously hurt. So it's the it's actually nothing to do with Judge. It's the it's the manager and the uh, front office and the medical staff's responsibility. But if the if we when we hear that the players are constantly getting tested. You know, then we get on them go, you know, just, you know, you don't need to sit for every ache and pain. Sometimes, you you know, it's okay to play through it. And so where's that balance? If, if he, you know, if he was just coming up just, you know, with, with a little, you know, with a little cramp that maybe he just, you know, can't, you know, um, getting a jump on the ball in the outfield. Mm. You know, not everything deserves to be sat down and looked at. So it's. It, I think the players need to find that balance of okay, with, and they need yeah. to have that communication with the medical staff. When you have a player like Judge, you're not you're not going to change the way the players handle it if the culture yeah. in the locker room set by the team and everyone else is as mentally weak as it is right now. Look at how much they have to coddle Gary Sanchez. You know, th these players are not like UTATs. They don't have four years worth of sick days locked up, okay? <laughs> like, you you, you go to work. These people, Gary Sanchez, come on. He's soft. <laughs> we know he's soft. Everything needs to be absolutely perfect or he gets in his own head and then starts making dumb, boneheaded mistakes. Jeter didn't do that. Jeter didn't do that at all, and that's why we love him so much, because he was that durable. DJ LeMayhew, that's the type of player you can count on to tell you an honest opinion. Yeah. Because one, he doesn't talk. Two, he's boring. And three, he just does things the right way. He taught, you know, I just, he's very the, different than Gary. On the flip side of the injury issues, um, some positive news, that uh, Justin Wilson was reinstated from the injured list. Oh, that's nice. So that's yeah, even more bull, that's nice even more bullpen depth now. That is great. So who do we think? The best part is, I think they're already playing shorthanded, so nobody even has to get sent down. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yep. 
So it's not, you know, you're not going to, you know, have to force, you know, I, I would I would assume it would be Nick Nelson would be the first to get moved for, for the IL list. But at least he gets another chance to kind of eat an inning or two. But can I touch on uh, Judge again and Aaron Boone? Uh, yeah, Aaron Boone said uh, uh, less than well, about a week ago, he said there is nothing specific wrong with Aaron Judge. And now a week later, he's going, oh, he's got a little bit of a pain on the left side. So there is obviously something specific wrong with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's fucking lying. I mean, well, they, they don't want why, us to know, that's Donald. That's why we're getting pissed off at Aaron, Aaron Boone, man. He, you know, it's, it's not that they're not answering the questions. It's the way they're answering the questions. You know, just say, you know, we noticed a little something. We're just, we're going to wait until the report, the medical team does their due diligence before we report anything. Just be, you know, like we said yesterday, we're, we're not stupid. Just be honest with us. Yeah. That's all. If you're upfront and honest, and when you're saying, it's okay to say, we don't know what's going on. You don't have to make stuff up. To sugarcoat it, you know. <laughs> Aaron Boone sounds like that, me. That when escalates the frustration. Aaron Boone sounds like me when I'm calling in work with a with a fake illness. Uh yeah, I'm feeling a little under weather today. And then a week later, you know, work's going back to you going, well, it says here you're under the weather. Oh no, I got a sore leg today. You know what I mean? It's it like, almost seems with the Yankees sometimes. It's like that that old joke. I've run out of sick days, so I'm calling in dead. You know <laughs> how many? <laughs> How many times are they going to have to take off for, you know? He, he said Aaron Judge was under the weather. And then a couple of days later, he's like, oh, I need to get him off his feet. And then a couple of days after I can call work now and say I'm under the weather. It doesn't mean nothing. Aaron like, Judge is the type of guy who calls out of work by killing off one of his grandparents. Sorry, Graham Graham died again. Can't come into work today. This is Aaron Judge, man. It's Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone is the one that's fucking everything up with this stupid information. That's why, for somebody that was hired for his communication, his communication with the with 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 us just sucks. They don't care about us. They do not give a shit whether we know or not, which is sad because we're gonna find out anyway. I'm smarter than they think I am. Okay, I can go research and figure out what Aaron Boone's really going through. It's not that fucking hard. I said he was going to get injured this year. He's a fucking six, seven giant. We know these issues are going to happen, so don't fucking lie to us. That's what the frustration is, man. Yeah, and that, and then on top of that, with the turf and tur- with the, uh, the the artificial grant, you know, turf with, with Tampa, maybe it's better off that he's not on the field. Well, that just confirms it. You're not going to see him at all this series. I'd be shocked if you see him <laughs> on Sunday. In fact, I'd be surprised if you see him until next Sunday. He'll probably go in the IL, man. The Yankees said they haven't even tested him. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, I understand it's April, so you want to rest your best players and make sure that they're healthy. That's not actually what they're doing. They've, they're having him play through spring training then have him play the first five games. Now he's hurt. And they're not doing any tests. And they're lying yeah. to us. They don't really know what they're doing. There's That's a lot of wear and tear after five games, though, Donald. Don't forget oh, that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I've got a lot of wear and tear watching them after five games. After watching Glaber Torres play short, I got a lot of wear and tear watching that shit. But um... oh, God. <laughs> Seriously, dude, it's it's exhausting. It's like it is. we've been we 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 know we're a top five contending team, and yet we have all these bottom five fucking issues 
with injuries well, and all this shit. Like, you can't win if you have 36 injuries in a season. Like, I don't well, care next man yeah. up bullshit. You don't want next man up. I'm glad it worked out for one season, but, like, shit. It's three years later, and we're still doing it. We're a $5.5 billion franchise, and we got these issues with fucking medical staff and, and uh, wrong prognosis and then bringing people back too early, and then all this stuff. Like they can't seem to look after their fucking players. Five billion dollar. You know what they did? I mean, last year they did a horrible job looking after their players. You know? Well, they they haven't shown that they've corrected any of the issues going into this year. No. You know, it's like it's like like yesterday the the the, the response. You know, same shit. New year. You know, nothing's changed. <laughs> And don't forget, today's game is at 310. Yeah, everyone. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just letting people know who some people don't know. I constantly have people asking on Twitter, when's the game? Like, you're a Yankees fan, you should know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just type it in Google, right? <laughs> um, what do you guys, did you guys watch that sh- the crazy shit with the Mets Marlins? What'd you guys think of that? Jesus you know what? Christ. I hate the Mets so much. They're so obnoxious. I, they're just a bullshit franchise. I don't even care about them. But It's such uh, a Mets way to win a fucking game, though. We have no talent. We can't score runs. This is how we do it. And then Rojas went on the, went on the, the uh, Carton and Roberts show defending Conforto, saying that he, you know, that there was no he. There was no way that he leaned into that pit. Look, dude, ah, all get the it. fuck out. He all so leaned it. into it first off, and, and second, you know what? Good for ever, good for Carton and Roberts because they called him out and they says, uh, "Well, we do not believe you." <laughs> do you know what? Mets, the one thing the Mets announcers actually said that was that was wrong. They they didn't want well, to the win. The umpire that even said that he made the mistake. He should have called them out. It was still it was it, but if you get hit by a pitch that's a strike, it, you don't get a base. No, I'm sorry, that's not good enough because sorry no. doesn't fix the lap as well. You know what I mean? The game's over, they lost the fucking game, and the Mets got a fucking win. They didn't deserve the game because <laughs> Comforto no, was like, I ain't cheating. hitting this guy. Comforto's like, I ain't hitting this guy, so I'm gonna lean into the middle of the strike zone and no, try to get myself. It's no. cheating. It's literally it the cheating. same thing as if they hired a midget and said, go up there because you're going to get a walk because they can't have a strike zone on you. It's the same fucking thing. That would be like if I fucking went and took it a bat for the Mets and I was like, shit, there's no way I'm going to hit this fucking 95 mile an hour fucking fastball. I'm going to lean into that and try and see if I can get myself hit. Well, That's you would exactly get killed. The- there would be no more Donald. Donald's dead. He just took a 90. Well, with your fucking shoulder. But you know what I mean? It's just bullshit. He knew he wasn't going to get a hit. So he's like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to lean into the middle of the strike zone and cheat. That's just fucking disgraceful. It's disgraceful, dude. No, they actually had a midget baseball player who had one at bat walked and they said, you can't play anymore. This is not fair. <laughs> well, it's not so his fault. Early 1900s. That's awesome. Yeah, the manager. It was the manager's secret weapon. He was gonna use it anytime he needed to walk at the end of the game. So you fucking put him on to to get walked. So his best player was up next. <laughs> That's funny. And as soon as he got the first, he just took him out, put a pinch runner in. Guy now, never saw another game again. Now, guys, with the clear cheating, 
Will there be any ramifications for Conforto? Nothing. I no, so. actually, Manfred's going to give him a medal and say thanks for ruining baseball, just like me. <laughs> well said, bro. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> That's the quote of the week. Um, yeah, it's no, fucking uh, blatant, kid. I think that the, you know, Conforto's he better he better not crowd the plate in his next game because it's just guys, it's so painful how gimmicky and shitty baseball has become. It's not we're, we're not even having fun watching it, and we're the first week of baseball. This used to bring me so much joy, and now I'm just pissed off and grumpy all the time about everything. Well, it's, open, it's opening week. We've had how many players go down uh, uh, with injuries? You know, going into this it's not just that though. I'm talking about all the goddamn rule changes and shit. Yeah. Having well, to see seven inning double headers and runner on second extra innings is not fun. And we've already seen two games like that no, in 162 games. But that's Bring what I was gonna say. Between the injuries, the rule changes, the umpires suck. It's it, yeah. there hasn't been that. You know that it, it's got a very different feel this year. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with Evan. We've lost two games already this year from just pure bullshit. You know, a bullshit fucking extra innings rule. The Did you hear the chance though, where they were chanting play real baseball? <laughs> Angel Hernandez is awful. He's awful in his job and he continues to get employed. You got the umpire that blew the game yesterday. The Marlins lost a, a, a valuable game there. Just from fucking cheating. And what is the point in having a replay rule if you're only going to replay the hit by pitch, but you're not going to replay the fact that the guy actually leaned in? Which yeah, is a violation. That, that, that can't be looked at in a replay. That's so stupid. That is the stupidest fucking stupid. Like a replay should cover everything. So that's just a bullshit rule. And that's what that's what the problem is with baseball now, man. There's so many fucking so much bullshit going on. And there's nothing you can do about it. And also, nobody plays the fucking fundamentals. That's another thing that really annoys me, man. You know, when I was growing up with baseball, everyone knew how to fucking play the fundamentals. And now there's only very few that does, like Brett Gardner does, DJ LeMahieu does. The rest yep. of the team, the rest of the team don't. The rest of the team just try and fucking hit home runs all the time. Yeah, they have one strength, and that's what they capitalize on. That's right. But it is Cashman's responsibility to build a, ro- a roster which that can that is multifaceted. But he isn't interested in that. He's interested in the analytics and the analytics only. And the analytics say walk and hit home runs. No, that so, makes no sense because that's why we won in 98 when we had a balanced team full of guys that were, you know, slightly saying, better than the average position. But Cashman has been wanting this for a long time, this analytics-based home run OBP thing. But he's not interested in the multifaceted approach, which actually wins in October. That's another thing that annoys me, man. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work. I really feel that if we had another DJ LeMayhew or Whit Merrifield, it would really change the impact of our team. Maybe we need to play Brett Gardner as much as possible because at least he yeah. knows what to do in these spots. You know? Like he laid down a bunt there and that key Gardner is so undervalued. Really? Yeah. He is undervalued when you think about it, because he's doing all the little things. Yeah, when you're not able to hit home runs, he's able to do the little. No, and you know what's amazing about that, Donald? That's why he made the team. He was a walk-on in college. Brett Gardner was not a good baseball player, but because he worked his fucking ass off 
studied the game, knows positioning, and knows the fundamentals well, he made the team. Yeah. And it's funny, but you, you can't have a whole roster of one-run hitters as much as, as, as we actually have one. You need a couple of guys that actually can do other things. You know what I mean? The little things. Lay down a bunt. There's so there, Nobody else in the team can lay down a bunt. Brett Gardner can. I was going to say, whatever you need done, Brett can do it. Well, the little <laughs> infield positions didn't used to be power-driven, and now for some reason they are. Shortstop and second baseman were heavy defensive guys yeah. who had speed and good arms. That was it. They didn't have to hit, you know, even 10 home runs a year. They just need to get on base, you know, get some runs, do everything else really well, and make sure that they were stopping the gap at shortstop and second. You know what's interesting about our infield? The, the my favorite guy in the infield is not the power guy. It's actually Urshela because he has a gold glove third base. You know what I mean? And he can just he can hit line drives occasionally. That's my kind of guy. And obviously DJ Lemayhew as well. Um, well, Lemayhew's a given. Yeah. So I, I think uh, obviously we've got issues with the fundamentals, man. But the way the baseball is now, it's hard. It's, it's fucking different. It's weird. These Very fucking weird. rules. So, I mean, and there will be no ramifications for the umpire that blew the game yesterday as well, which got, which is also. Blue. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna. This is gonna be an interesting series. I don't know what where they're gonna. Keep. We're gonna destroy Tampa Bay. I'm expecting. That. They better. Because we, we, we need a little we need a little uh, joy. Yeah, you know, don't I just hope they don't ruin our weekend. I'm not sure if we will. I mean we will probably destroy Chris Archer. But Rich Hill, you know, he doesn't have the worst stats. And Glasnow yeah, they're is not great. On, yeah. And Glasnow is gonna pitch on Sunday and he's uh he's pretty good. Well he might no, be we need to easy. take two out of three or we're fucking yeah. dreadful. Yeah, As I say, they always give us a hard time, though, man. We'll just see. We'll see how today goes. Tampa always gives us a hard time because they've got such a good manager. Yeah, you know, their their manager is like ten times the manager that Aaron Boone is, so he can make. The no, most we don't of, have a manager. Yeah, he can make the most of a limited roster, and we've got a packed roster, and we can't do the fucking little things. You know, that's what yep. annoys me. I'm gonna go eat my sandwich now. <laughs> All right. Well, on behalf of, <laughs> that's going to wrap it up. On behalf of everybody, YankeeChronicles.com. I want you to check out StatementGames.com. You can find a unique experience to fantasy sports. Check out DocAdamsBaseball.org. Learn about the founder of baseball and listen to us Monday through Friday on RadioPlayLive.com at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. Evan, enjoy your sandwich. And uh, Donald, get home safe. All right. Thank you very much, guys. So, Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. Be safe. Be smart. Let's go Yankees. Go Yankees.